This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. All right, Rabotai, welcome everyone. As always, we always learn most important ways to act of life, but this is going to be for Shiduch, for who? Shoshana Rivka. Bat Haya. She should have a Shiduch Bekarov Mamash. And if anybody wants to sponsor any Shiurim, there's that they can speak to Katash. Show me, what's your number, please? 646. 646. 431 you could you could sponsor like that it's um, um 201 per shiur and there's a lot of Torah going around spreading around hundreds of thousands of people going all out spreads out so Rabotai let's start it up Parashat uh, Naso it's the longest parashah of the whole entire Torah 176 Pesukim and it also corresponds also to the Dapim of the Gemara which is the biggest Gemara and Chas. Gemara Baobatra. How many pages? 176. You understand that? It's amazing. Anyway, let's get straight to the point. It says, do not steal. You're not allowed to steal. But then it says, a special stealing. Do not steal from what? From a gain. From a convert. So like, what's going on over here? In, in the parasha, it speaks about not stealing, not stealing. What's the difference? I steal from you or I steal from a convert? You hear the question or no? What's it, again, the question is, it says don't steal. Don't steal. But when it says don't steal, right? La, la, come on, sit down, please. When it says don't steal, it says don't steal. And also it says don't steal from a convert. You could have just told me don't steal. What is, don't steal, don't steal from a convert. What's this addition? I'm going I'm to tell you, why is it stronger to steal from a convert than any other person? So what? Even if you steal from a Jew, they'll talk about you. No, he's convert. You believe in Hashem. That's why he You know why? Ah, the Sforno brings down exactly what you're saying. That if you steal from a convert, it's worse than stealing from a regular Jew. You know why? Think about it. This convert, he was not Jewish. He comes to the religion. He's thinking, wow, these Jewish people, they're such Sadiqim. They're such Tehorim. They, they, they don't steal. And all of a sudden he comes to shul one day, he brings his attaché case, he's making a deal with uh, Walmart, and he has $10,000 worth of cash inside. He goes to shul, he puts on tefillin, this, that, 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 that. He puts his talit over, he's praying, praying, praying. All of a sudden he sees his, his suitcase of $10,000 missing. What's the first thing he says? Not only you stole, but he's thinking in his mind, this is the Jew! This is, that's why it's worse. That's why it's called Hilul Hashem. Now, this I want to discuss. They have to understand Hilul Hashem, also in a way, it's, it's dependent on who you are as well. Meaning, if you're a Jew, stole from a ger, it's a tre- tremendously bad. But imagine if you're a rabbi who stole. Has v'shalom. There's a biggest Hilul Hashem. And even say to Melachan with, with, with a stain on it, it's very, very... Why? Because if you're a ra- the more prestigious you are amongst the community, and now you do Hidul Hashem, it's a bigger... It's a bi- you do Avon, it's a bigger effect of, of desecrating God's name. You, you hear that or no? Is that clear? Every time it's Hidul Hashem. If you do Avirah, people are going to talk, Hashem. But what's even greater, the, the more prestigious you are, you're looked upon... As and that's why it's so important how sometimes even even a person you have a you have a chacham or you have people 
in a regular shul. And then what happens? You have a person that comes from yeshiva. Oh, he came from Israel. This is from Israel. What are you expecting? He's going to be what? He's going to be the first ten to, to the minyan. Oh, no, not the first. I'm going to leave you on time. Then he comes, let's say, a half hour late. So you, we have to give kabzichut. We have to give benefit of the doubt, maybe, maybe, maybe. But on his end, it could be, you have to be very careful. He has, he has more achrayut now. Now you might say, a person might say, Oh, Rabbi, but uh, it's too much. I don't want to have that achrayut, that responsibility. Guess what? It comes with the territory, and it's also a beracha. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because in this week's parasha, I'm going to tell you a fantastic kliyakar. The kliyakar says, listen to what I'm telling you right now, and I'll read it to you. The kliyakar says, how many kids, how many boys did Levi have? Anybody know? Anybody know how many boys did Levi have? Levi had three boys. Gershon, Kehat, Merari. Three boys. Gershon, Kehat, Merari. Now, and that's the order by the way. Gershon was the oldest. And Gershon, they, the Levi'im were carrying the, I would say the Mishkan basically. So let's say for example, they had uh, the curtains of the Mishkan. You know they had curtains of the Mishkan, Parochet, Yeri'ot, different things like that. Curtains. So who carried that? Gershon. Right? The oldest carried that. Kehat carried the Aron, the Luchot. Now, in the previous parasha, it spoke about Kehat, the younger son of Levi. In this week's parasha, it speaks about the who? Gershon, the oldest son, what he did. So the question that Kliyakar says, what's going on over here? What's happening over here? Why is it that earlier last week we speak about the younger son and this week we speak about the older son? It should be the opposite. Last week, the first, the, the, the first it should be what? We'll speak about Gershon. And this week, speak about Kahat. And it's very simple. What's the answer? Who knows? It's because what they carried was different. Kehat carried the Torah. So out of the respect of the Torah, we put what first? Kehat first. Because he carried the Torah. You carry the Torah, you're going first. You understand that? Gershon carried the Yeriot. Also Kadosh. But that's second. So he's going to go second in the, in the Torah. But what's first? Torah itself. But what's the obvious question on that? Why isn't... The obvious question is that is what? Why isn't Gereshon carrying the Sefer Torah? The Daron? Let him, he's the oldest, let him! And the answer is because there's a great lesson to be learned. We have to respect the people who are learning Torah. You hear what I'm telling you? And I'm going to read it to you inside. Because sometimes a person, what's Apikores? You know what Apikores is? A person who says, My Ahani Lera Banan. 
What are these rabbis doing? Do me a favor. What are they doing? Sitting down in the kolei, learning all day. Apikores! If you say like that, Apikores! This is a Gemara Mephureshit! What are you doing? I, I'm learning all day. You're learning all day? Go do something. What are you doing? Go do something. If a person is going to play games with this, just know it's Apikores. Now this, I'm going to read you the clear card. You can look it up yourself. It's in Perek Dalid. Pasuk Kavbet in the Kliakar. And he writes over here, Sheratzah Kadosh Baruchu Larot. Hashem wanted to show Kavod Chachamim. And that's why, in order to show the Kavod, to give respect to Chachamim, look what he did. He said, Who is supposed to carry the Torah? Who is supposed to go out to carry the Torah? Who? Really was Gereshon, let's say, right? But in order to show you the Kavod, Kahat, you're going to go first, you're going to carry the Torah, and when we write it in the Sefer Torah, you're going to go first to show the honor, to show HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you're carrying the Sefer? You deserve honor. So imagine the person learning the Torah, how much honor he deserves. Yeah, we're giving respect to the person who carried the Torah. Imagine the person who learns Torah, how much kavod you have to give. But it comes with the territory. Because now you learn the Torah, what? You become, let's say for example, Tamir Hacham, Mamzer Tamir Hacham, versus Kohen Gadol, Amaretz, who's on a higher rank? Mamzer Tamir Hacham. But what do you mean? You have Kohen Gadol. Kohen Gadol Torah says, Yekarahim Ipeninim. What does it mean, Yekarahim Ipeninim? If a person sits down and learns Torah one day, for the whole day, let's say for example, ah, he's more important in this aspect than the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur in the Kodesh Kodashim. Yekarahim Ipeninim. And very famously, when David Melech, he asked Hashem, what am I passing away? Says, listen, we don't, we don't, we're not gonna, we're not gonna tell you when you're passing away. We don't, we don't tell you that. That's we don't reveal that. Okay, tell me what day, what day, what day did he say? Who knows? Shabbat, Shabbat. You know what was going on? The Gemara in Mesechemakot, I believe it's Yud. It says over there that the people were saying, when is David Amel gonna die? You know why? Because we know David Melech, right? Who's going to build the Beit HaMikdash? Shalomo, his son. So when is Shalomo going to do it? When David dies. So what were the people saying? When's David going to die? We want Shalomo to build the Beit HaMikdash. What's David say? David tells Hashem, Samachti. I was happy. Be happy. They, 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 they can't wait till you die. They want the, No, they don't want me to die. They want the Beit HaMikdash. So I'm happy. Samachti be'omrimli Beit Hashem nelech Beit Hashem nelech David tells Hashem, I was happy because they wanted the Beit HaMikdash. Beit Hashem nelech. I was happy. You know what Hashem tells David? No, 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 no. Don't be happy. Why? Tovli yom yom b'hasarecha me'alef. What does that mean? 
that Hashem tells David, Tov li yom ehad b'hasarecha, what does that mean? One day in the hased, me'alef, then a thousand, then a thousand what? Hashem tells David HaMelech, there's going to be a time while you write, the Beit HaMidash will come. But the one day that you learn Torah, Nathan, listen to this, the one day you learn Torah, is worthy for me more than a thousand korbanot that Shlomo HaMendech is going to bring in the Beit HaMikdash. You hear what's going on over here? Imagine, you have one day of learning Torah. I, I tell you tomorrow, boys, guys, day of work tomorrow, one day. Tell you, it's worth a thousand korbanot of Shlomo HaMendech. Ah, me! So you know what you you you, you 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 know you know what the question they asked right? They say, "But Rabbi, our Torah is not like you know like a thousand korbanot." David Melech, I understand. You know how how great Shlomo Melech's korban is. Shlomo Melech, great korban. David Melech learning Torah. Wow, that's David Melech. One day of his Torah. Versus a thousand of Shlomo Melech's Korbanot, Hashem says that one day you learn Torah. The one day that you learn Torah. One day. Imagine you say, let's go. And imagine the person is learning everyday Torah. Imagine that the person is learning everyday Torah. But this person has a responsibility above all. Because now, he deserves the Kavod. He has the Torah. He deserves it. But another thing is, you have to act to par. You have to act to par. You're not the same. You know, I'll never forget when I was first becoming, you know, when, when, when it was becoming, when I became a rabbi, became a rabbi the first, you know, the first week, two weeks, without, somebody asked me, come, we're going to have, um, um, we're going to have like, La, uh, uh, like a like event, we're gonna have these big lafas. Is gonna have anything? No, no. And everybody, he's telling me that we're gonna. Everybody's gonna have a lafa like this, like 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 a sub. You know, like a. I have everybody. Everybody's gonna get one foot sub. You know, like the foot foot sub. So he's a rabbi. You're gonna be. We're gonna put you in the head table. We're gonna put you there. We're gonna have you also sub like that. I said I love it, but I, I can't. Said, Why not? He says not kavod, not kavod. You whole whole sub like this. It doesn't make sense. You're learning Torah, you're a Jew. You cannot do what the Goyim do. You cannot. You cannot. No, I want to dress like them, I want to talk like them, yo, yo, yo. No, you're not understanding. You're different, you're on a higher caliber. You're on a higher madriga. And the more connected you are to Hashem, the more higher you are in your value in the world. And therefore people look at you differently. Wow, he's this. Because you're close to Hashem, you're close to Borei Olam. And that's exactly what the Kliyakar is teaching us. The Kliyakar is teaching us, yes, you know why we spoke about Kahat first, even though he was younger than Gereshon? The reason why we spoke is because he's holding the Torah. That means Hashem is showing you have to give respect for the people, not only the Torah, but learning the Torah. Koshikin vekoshikin. Koshikin vekoshikin. The Hazon Ish used to say, when you see a Tamir Hacham in the streets, you're not seeing a human being. 
He's saying you're seeing a malach, you're seeing an angel in a body. Do you want to be an angel in a body? Of course. You're an angel in a body. How? Put more Torah in our life. In our life, you have to put more Torah. It's greater than what? The Kohen Gadol The Kohen Gadol that's going to be sitting there and doing the Korbanot in the Holy of Holies. When you sit down and you learn Torah, you're greater than that Avodah. What? How can it be? It's not me. When it says, It's greater one day of your Torah than a thousand Korbanot of the Beit HaMikdash. Hashem doesn't have Beit HaMikdash now. But what does He have? He has you that's going to learn the Torah. You want to make Him happy? What does it say? Hashemi she'amalo b'Torah ve'ose naha ruach le'yotro. They made a song of it. Of, of, it's my favorite song. Hashemi I like What does that mean? You want Hashem to... There's a lot of tsar out there, you know that? There's a lot of wajalas, craziness out there. And you come Hashem, I want to give you nahat. I want to give you pleasure. How are you going to give him pleasure? You sit and you learn Torah. You're giving, you're putting a smile on Hashem's face. Do you want to make Hashem smile? Yes or no? Yes. If you do, I'm telling you the secret. Sit and learn. And every time you're sitting and learning, just know, Hashem is smiling. There was one time, I think it was Rav Chaim in Pris, how he came in how he came in from Chaimi Brisk. I believe it was Chaimi Brisk, the Brisk Rav, that there was um, in the yeshiva, he was walking by and he saw the guy. And he wasn't learning. So he comes to, to him and says, How can we not learn? Everybody's learning. How can we not learning? He says, No, I don't have a Havruta. Havruta? He says, Let me tell you something. When you learn, the Shekhinah. Hashem comes to sit with you. You always have Hashem with you when you learn. Always right there sitting with you. He says, ever since that day, for the rest of his life, he couldn't stop learning. He told him, why? He said, because I always want Hashem to sit right in front of me when I'm learning. This is the Shekhinah. Shekhinah comes down. You want the Shekhinah to be with you? You sit and you learn. And therefore, this is the first lesson we're learning in Parashat Naso. First lesson is, what? Make sure you give the right kavod to the people learning Torah. Person learning Torah, respect him. You're learning, you deserve respect. Everybody deserves respects. But now it's trying to show you to teach the people to, to give respect to the people who learn Torah. That's exactly what he's saying. That's what he's saying, trying to say. You have to make a bed 
the people learning Torah. He has mecha bed everybody. But don't forget those people learning Torah, Kedushah. <laughs> Holding up the world. Like it says, what? Torah magna umatzla. The Torah protects and saves. That's the first lesson, first in Yad. Second. <coughs> Second is, I like to discuss, first of all, just one quick Inyan on the Beracha of Brikat Kohanim. It says in this week's parasha, "Kotevarehu et bnei Yisrael emod lahem yevarehecha Adonai v'yishmerecha." Now, very simple, "Yevarecha Hashem yishmerecha." What is that talking about? Monetary. "Yevarecha u'parnasa v'yishmerecha that it should be shamud." A lot of times, people can have money, but they can lose it very fast. So Hashem should bless you with money, and what? And shomer that money, shomer the parnasa. However, I saw another pshat today. And that is, what's Yivarecha Hashem V'yishmerecha? Yivarecha Hashem with the money, B'zad Hashem. V'yishmerecha is what? That you should be watched from what? From any ga'ava. From any arrogance. Sometimes you see people that they started making money. And before you know it, they were good friends of yours. And now, what happened over here? No, you're not in my caliber. Come out with us. No, 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 I can't come. Why? If they, if they see me, the people, they're going to think that I'm on your level, but I'm above the next level. It's true, by the way. It's true. I'll never forget, in the old building, I'll never forget, a fellow came, and uh, he sat down next to me, sitting down with me, and, uh, and then a wealthy guy came in, and he tells me, oh, this guy's here, I'm leaving. What, what, what happened? Shoo. Says I was walking with him. And we walked on a side street. But when we got to the main street, he tells me, I can't walk with you no more. He says, why not? Because I don't want people to think that, that, you know, like we're on the same level. He didn't say exactly like that. What? Gava? You have to be very, very careful from the gava. Very, very careful from arrogance. It says in Mesechet Sukkah, the second Perek in Mesechet Sukkah, if a person has arrogance because of his money, you should just know if you have arrogance, Hashem will take it away, the assets. If you go look it up. It's at the end of the second Perek of Mesechet Sukkah, the last, last few lines. It says, if you have arrogance, look at me. You know what I own? You know who you're talking to? You know who you, you know who you're talking to before you talk? You know who you're talking to? Let's, just set, set, let's set the stage straight, straight right. You know who you're talking to? And you have gava. What's the punishment? Hashem will take away your assets. You own that building. You own that building. All of a sudden, what happens? Hashem says, "Oh, you have arrogance. I'll take that back, and I'll take that back." Why? Because if this caused you to feel arrogant, I have to take it away, so you don't feel like that. Because Hashem hates gava. It says in Mesechet Hagiga, three people are who cries on every day. Three people. Every day Hashem cries because of these three people. You know what one of those three people is? Parnes If a person is a leader and he has arrogance over the people, Hashem cries because he has arrogance over the people. Imagine. 
Hashem's crying. You want Hashem to cry? Has v'shalom. No, but look, Rabbi, I'm in position. You don't know. I'm the rabbi. I'm the, I'm the leader. I'm the president of the shul. The biggest shul in New York. I'm the president. I'm, I'm the president. And you have arrogance over the people? Hashem says, I'm crying because of you. You hear what's going on over here? This is a wild thing, wild thing, right? Now that's the second thing we're learning over here. And the Mekah Kuanim, Yevarichichat, you have the Berachah, Yishmerecha. Make sure you keep it. How you keep it? By not having arrogance. By not having Gava. And you might not think it. But if you ask people around you, uh, yeah, you change, why change? Because now you feel you can boss people around, you can think yeah, you have a you have a dahar, you feel like you have a you have a say, you have a this, you have a that. Oh, oh. before you were one of us, and now all of a sudden this, all of a sudden you made a few dollars and nobody can nobody can scream at you anymore. Nobody Yeah, yeah, you, you scream at you. Oh, oh, I'll pull you down. So you have to be careful. If Hashem bless you with wealth, no problem. But be shamur the wealth. How do you shamur the wealth? Be humble. There's always a rule that we have. I have a rule. What's the special rule? The more success that you have in your life, the more humble you have to be. That's the rule. Hey, he just bought a house in a home, summer home. Hey, oh. Right? He bought a house in the summer home. Now, he's, uh, now everybody has a summer home, but he has a summer home. Wow! He has to be more humble than the person that doesn't have a summer home. He has to be more humble. That's what you have to be, more humble. That's the truth. That's the truth. The more success you think, yeah? You have a big chacham. He knows this mesechet, he knows that mesechet, he knows that mesechet. Wow, he knows so much. Now you got to be more humble than the person who knows less than you. It's a rule. That's a rule. Kalji, you heard what he's saying over here? Smart? You understand? What are I going to say? What are I going to say? Next. Next. But what does it, it, it say? Why does it say emor lahem? Just say, What's emor lahem? What's emor lahem? Emor lahem, that's a little repetitive. So I saw Pshat, says like this. What's emor lahem? Emor lahem, is telling them, sometimes a person might feel that he's not ra'ui. He's not befitting for the beracha. He, he might feel like that. Rabbi, you don't know what I did. I'll never get out of this mess. Hashem might not like me right now. You don't know the avon that I, I, I'm coming with. You don't know when I was a teenager, teenager what I did, Rabbi. You're looking at me, tzaddik, uh, black pants, white shirt. Well, you don't know, Rabbi. You're looking at me now. I come to shul every day. But you don't know what I did, Rabbi. If you knew, I don't know if Hashem likes me. You came back with tshuva. You came back with tshuva. Just know the Rambam says a person can be a mitoav. A person can do the craziest avera. However, he makes tshuva the next day. You should just know that he's beloved in front of Hashem. Hashem loves him. You came back to Hashem. You have to believe a hundred percent that Hashem loves you. And that's exactly what we're telling the person. You want Berachah? I'm going to give you the Berachah of Kohanim. But the guy tells you back, but I'm not befitting for the Berachah. I'm not befitting for no Berachah. You don't know the Havinot that I did. You did Tshuva? 
You did tshuva. You came back to Hashem. I'm more than Tell them. More than Hashem loves you. Hashem loves you. You have to come back. And you can't do a chetav eshuv. Don't do that. Oh, I'll sin. I'll come back. I'll sin. No, 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 no. Don't sin no more. Chalas. But just know Hashem loves you. Ha? Hashem loves every single Jew out there. But don't do, don't do avon. Do avon. Some people do crazy avidah. Oh, to tshuva. You come back. And more than give them encouragement. No, you be fitting for the Berachah. Why? But Rabbi, you know what I did? No, the fact that you came to Shul, you're making Tshuva, right? Yeah, okay. Hashem loves you. You know what's going on over here? So two lessons in Bekakwani. One lesson is, give the confidence to the people that Hashem loves them. Second thing is, Hashem will bless you with wealth. Yishmerecha, but you have to be watching over the Berachah. How? By humbling yourself. Because if you have arrogance with it, it says that, Shem takes it away. So that's the second lesson. First was respecting the Berachah. We learned that from Kehat and Gereshon, why Kehat was first. Second one was this, like what we just said, and and the third, which is an amazing one, is Ramban. And Ramban says, it's funny because I lost the page over here, the Ramban over here. And Ramban says in, in this week's parasha, why is it that we read every Korban? This week, what happened? There was Nesi'im, right? Every leader came along and they, what they do? They gave a Korban. Every leader gave a korban. They gave the, all the same korban. They all gave the same korban. Nobody gave a bigger korban than next. So why couldn't it just say, by the way, they all gave the same korban? No. It lists each leader and it tells them the korban. Each leader, the korban. Each leader, the korban. Each leader, the korban. What's going on? Just say, all 12 gave this korban. Finished. No. Why not? Listen to the famous Ramban. This is a famous Ramban. Vanachon betama katuf ki hakadosh paruchu cholek kavod lireav. Because Hashem Himself wants to make sure to respect to respect the people, the Yirat Shamayim, the people of Yirat Shamayim, to respect them. So therefore, what He could have just said, you know, everything. But in order to give respect to each individual to what they're doing, he went out of his way, Hashem, and he wrote every single korban with every single name. This name, this leader brought this korban. This name, this leader brought this korban. It's to show you what it is to give kavod zilazeh, how important it is to honor one another. Hashem doesn't write any single extra letter in the whole entire Torah. Now over here you have Pesukim upon Pesukim upon Pesukim upon Pesukim. Again another Pesuk, another Pesuk, another Pesuk, another Pesuk. About what? About this person gave this Korban. This person gave that Korban. To give them each one Kavod. Each one Kavod. Look how important it is. He writes over here, He says, He wanted to explain each name, every korban, right? Why? In order to give kavod. 
in order to give kavod. This is a very great lesson for us. Why? Because one of the questions that they ask us after 120, Did you crown your friend like a king? Did you crown him? Did you honor him? Don't mevazet anybody. Why? Because the person, every single person has a sermon in him. He has the image of God within him. He has that kadosh baruchu blu intim neshama. That means there's a godliness in that person. You have no right to disrespect anybody. You have no rights. And how do we know this? From Hashem Himself giving kavod. Not only that, He's giving kavod to each individual. And that's why it's so important for us to give respect to each individual. What does it say? What does the Pekavot teach us? Magdim Shalom. What does it mean, Magdim Shalom? You say hello to somebody before they say hello to you. A lot of times, I'm going to say hello to you. You know, you're walking and Shabbat Shalom. Say, oh, I'm going to wait until he says Shabbat Shalom to me. Then I'll say Shabbat Shalom to him. I'm not going to say Shabbat Shalom first. Wrong. You give him the kavod. You give him the honor. Shabbat Shalom. He answers you, doesn't answer you, doesn't make a difference. I told you the story by me. I moved on my block. You know the story by me. I moved on my block. There's one guy on my block. He doesn't say hello. Ah, people, uh, this guy, they know this guy. Leave this guy. Leave this guy alone. Let him do his thing. I do my thing. I say hello. He doesn't say hello. So I saw, I heard a uh, Vigda Miller. And he said, if somebody doesn't say hello to you, you say hello to him first, and he might not answer you. But continue doing it, and eventually, he's going to say hello to you. I heard it. So you know what? I'll do it. I come out of my house one day, I'm walking Shabbat, I, talk, I see him across the street, say, Shabbat Shalom! He doesn't say nothing. I'm serious. He doesn't say nothing. I'm serious. It's crazy. I felt bad. Like, I'm giving him the kavod. Say something. Anyway, two weeks later, I see him. Shabbat Shalom! It's not there. Another week later, Oh, Shabbat Shalom. By the fourth week, I say Shabbat Shalom. He says back to me, Shabbat Shalom. Fifth week, same thing. Sixth week, I'm saying, he says. I'm saying, he says. By maybe two months later, I go out and walking by. He tells me Shabbat Shalom before I even go to him. <laughs> you know what's going on over here? Yeah, giving kavod. What does it say? Who is a respectable person? The one who gives respect. You have to give respect to others. It's a very important rule. You have to understand what we're We're learning a vital lesson and we're learning it from the Torah itself. Hashem honored these people. He honored every single Nasi by mentioning the name and saying the Qurban. Mentioning the name and saying the Qurban. Mentioning the name, saying the Qurban. What do you have to do that for? In order to give them honor. We, the Torah teaches us, we run away from honor. 
Yes, he's supposed to run away from honor. You don't want to take all the honor, there's that. You know the story about Havet Sa'im once? Havet Sa'im was on a train. Him and a very, very big gadol. Very big rabbi. They were on a train, and they, um, they actually stopped. In the middle of the train, they stopped. And, uh, and there was a stopover. Everybody found out the two biggest rabbis in the world is here. Chavetz Chaim and this other rabbi. And they all came to the train. Maybe a thousand to ten thousand people was by the train station. Imagine right now, I tell you right now. He's in JFK by the airport, he's coming. Wouldn't everybody go to the JFK? Oh, let's see, let's see the rabbi. And he has a stopover. He's stopping for an hour and then he's going to, to let's say, some other place. Everybody go, Yosef is here. Oh, you go, you go out. They all came to the train station to see the rabbi. The rabbi, what happened? The rabbi went out and said, oh, Abed Haim stood there, he didn't go out. So the rabbi said, why not go out? They're all waiting for you also. He says, no, I don't want to go out. He says, why? He says, too much kavod. He says, kavod. you have to run away from kavod. We don't, wanna, we don't want to kavod. You know what it is? Everybody's wanting, shoot me, look at me, I want this, I want that. No, 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 no. You don't run to kavod. You know? Right. So be careful. You don't want to run to Kavod. Right? But what happened? So, so he tells Havis Haim, how come you're not going? He says, no, Kavod I don't want. He says, why? Takes away the Kavod. When I receive Kavod, takes away from my, uh, there's too much Kavod, it can take away from my Ganeadin, I'm not interested. If Sadi I go on, I don't, want, I don't want to take the Kavod. So the other rabbi says, it's not worth it. Even if you take away some guy Eden for Klai Yisrael, they want to see you? For Bnei Yisrael! Okay, you're right. He went out. Say hello. Yeah. For Bnei Yisrael! So Kavod we're supposed to run away from. But, to give Kavod, you have to be generous. You! There's two things going on. For your kavod, so now you're going to come out of this class, oh my kavod, you have to say, you have to say hello, you have to sing hello, no, 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 no. You run away from kavod, no, don't worry, this, that, 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 that. But what we're learning here tonight is that you have to run away, but when it comes to giving kavod, you give the most kavod. You continuously give the most kavod. I'll never forget, I'll never forget when I went to the year of Israel, my first year in Israel, I went to BMT. There was a rabbi named Rabbi Rum. Rabbi Rum, Hashem should give him a long, long life. Listen to this. Every aliyah, any time a person had aliyah, he would come to him and give him a hazak baruch. He was sitting down, he'd go all the way back, all the way back. If you didn't go to him, he came to you. Hazak baruch, whatever you did. Joey, hazak baruch. Jack, hazak baruch. You go each person, no matter where you are, in the back, in the front, on the side, every single one. He gave kavod. A guy gets aliyah from the Torah. You know, it's nice. You know who he is. He prays for you in the shul. You know, it's nice. You go to him, kavod. Nice. This is respect. So again, just to go over, we learned three major lessons. First lesson is, we learned how important it is to give extra, special, special care with the people learning Torah. Don't think, ah, this guy's learning, ah, what? No, 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 no. Well, how do we see that? From Kahat. He was before Gereshon, even though he was younger. Second lesson was, Hashem will give you 
wealth, he'll give you panasa, he'll give you glory, he'll give you this, but what? You have to show merit. You have to be careful not to have ga'avah, because you have ga'avah, it gets taken away. Hashem says, oh, this is the source, I'll take away, and that's it. And the third is, like we're saying, why did Hashem write every single korban with its name? It could have just said, all these people brought this korban. Why mention each name, what they brought, each name, what they brought, each name, what they brought? The answer is, Hashem wants to teach the people that you should give kavod to the av. Give kavod to Hashem's children. Give kavod. But when you're giving, always give and give and give. You don't lose. You don't lose. When you give, you give, you give, you never ever lose. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.